Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. WPHT, WPHT, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Well, the media is very, very excited, the corporate media, about Donald Trump being banned from the ballot, uh, of course, of the 14th Amendment. Well, the question is, is this going to help Trump politically? The answer is yes. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. This guy, Jack Smith, you know, he's a lunatic prosecutor. He really is. He's hell-bent on getting Trump. He's hell-bent. I'm beginning hour number five of radio right now, and I'll be going till 9 o'clock tonight when I fill in for Mark Levin, but I have the greatest stamina in all of talk radio. So don't worry. My energy will not... I will not be low energy at any point today. We'll be high energy all the way till 9 o'clock. I've got a coffee, and I've got um, Hunter Biden's cocaine, and White House cocaine dogs left me some. We are good to go. No, just kidding about the cocaine part. They would never share. But here's what we know. We know right now that Jack Smith has added a Supreme Court specialist to the case. Trump has the Missouri lawyer who sued Joe Biden. So this political piece talking about who Jack Smith has in his corner here, this guy, Michael Dreeben. Michael Dreeben and Jack Smith worked to go after the Virginia governor, Bob McDonald, years ago. Bob McDonald was accused of corruption, and Jack Smith went after him in a big, big way. And the United States Supreme Court reversed his conviction in a unanimous 8-0 ruling. The Supreme Court slapped Jack Smith and said, you have completely and utterly used over-prosecution here, and your interpretation of the, bri- the bribery statute does not apply. And an 8 nothing that's Democrat-appointed justices and Republican-appointed justices all joining together in a majority opinion to say, you are an overzealous prosecutor. But that's who Jack Smith is, and he wants to get Trump. So don't put it past him to try to get Trump. So CNN was, bre- was breathless last night, as you can imagine, just absolutely breathless, so excited about this news that came down. But pollster Frank Luntz burst their bubble yesterday when he talked about this on CNN, about how this actually probably helps Trump. Here's cut 12. And I mean, but does the context even matter to Trump supporters? Because there have been, I mean, tonight's ruling was really lengthy, explaining point by point why they believe he incited the insurrection, why the 14th Amendment applies to him. But to the average Trump supporter, that 
does that context even matter? Is this more about, once again, Trump is the victim of the deep state kind of thinking? It actually proves Trump's point. It proves that the people in charge, the people in power are trying to take him down. But it's not you're not trying to reach all the Trump voters. You're simply trying to reach three or four percent of them that will make a difference in this election. Now, make no mistake. There is very few undecided voters right now. There are very few people going back and forth between Trump and Biden. It's more about those people are trying to decide whether or not to vote. And I got to tell you, Nikki Haley was gaining and gaining and gaining every single day. But she's going to be lost in the coverage for the next few days, maybe for the next couple of weeks. Exactly. Exactly. This is a bad day to be Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Chris Christie. Well, I mean, any, any day is a bad day to be him, but it's a bad day because Trump is going to dominate the news cycle. And because this, as Frank Luntz correctly said, this proves Trump's point. This proves that the deep state is out to get him. This proves that they are so scared of him returning to the White House that they are taking every single measure possible to try to prevent him from becoming president again. I mean, just think about that. Plays right into his argument. They are so terrified of me winning and what I will do to the deep state that they are going to use everything they possibly can to keep me from being on the ballot, even if they try to ban me from being able to run. Plays right into his hands. It's, it's, it, 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 you could not have asked for a better gift here. Now, it's a ridiculous ruling, and it's, uh, it's obviously something that is so unconstitutional, and I was infuriated by it from the perspective of just somebody who you know, loves the Constitution. But from a political perspective, this could not have been a better Christmas gift for Donald Trump. It's not going to stand the scrutiny of the Supreme Court. There's been no due process here. He's not going to be banned from being on the ballot. But all they've done right now is they've proven his point. I am the most dangerous man in America. They've got to stop me any way they possibly can. And you'll see if somehow or another this is allowed to stand, then it's not going to be. The, the, the United States Supreme Court, the, the justices on there, particularly Neil Gorsuch. Let me just, so I'll just take Neil Gorsuch, for example. You are not going to find a justice more committed to due process than Neil Gorsuch. He'll probably write the majority opinion, saying that Colorado has applied no due process here whatsoever and that this cannot stand. Gorsuch is a Trump appointee. He's a man who was very much backed by the Federalist Society and his belief in due process and his belief in the Bill of Rights and your protection from your government when they accuse you of a crime and there has been no due process here. That's why the dissenting justices in the Colorado court, all Democrats, they all said the same thing. There's no due process for Donald Trump here. So this is not going to hurt Trump. It's only going to help him. It plays right into his message. And now the other candidates get lost into the shuffle. It's almost like the Democrats really cannot see. They're, they're just so bad at this game. They're so bad at this. They don't see what they're doing. They're, they're doing everything they can to elevate Trump to be the nominee, thinking he's the easiest one to beat. But these poll numbers show he can beat Joe Biden. Here's Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick kind of saying what I said. Why not? Why doesn't the state just determine that Joe Biden's ineligible to be president? You see what's going on the southern border. It's clearly an invasion. It's clearly an insurrection, a rebellion against the United States of America. Joe Biden's giving them literal aid and comfort in the form of food and shelter and everything else. Take a listen. So we spent a lot of time, Laura, in the Senate writing this bill along with the governor. And we believe we have a bill that will 
uh, survive any type of Supreme Court challenge because we are being invaded. Uh, Arizona tried this about 10 years ago, but our law is different. It simply says that our law enforcement can arrest anyone, uh, take them in, uh, do a background check, photograph, do fingerprints. Uh, if they saw them cross the border illegally, uh, we can do that. Or if they happen to reveal in the arrest stop that they uh, crossed illegally, and then the magistrate will send them back and will escort them to the border. Uh, and they have a choice. They can go to jail or they can go back. And if they go back and try to come back again and we arrest them again, the penalty gets even higher. We're fed up. In fact, Seeing what happened in Colorado tonight, Laura, makes me think, except we believe in democracy in Texas, maybe we should take Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas for allowing 8 million people to cross the border since he's been president, uh, disrupting our state far more than anything anyone else has done in recent history. Yeah, just say it's an insurrection against the United States of America. It's a rebellion going on at the southern border. All these people who are coming in here are enemies of the United States of America. Some of them are. I mean, you're letting people on the terror watch list come into the country. So you could make that argument. Why not? Just say it's self-evident. See, this is what states need to do. I'm telling you, if a, if a Republican state had cojones, they would, they would actually do it. They would actually ban Joe Biden from being on their ballot just to send a message, just to prove a point, knowing that it would not stand the scrutiny of the court. Who cares? Do it anyway. Say that you're not going to allow Biden on the ballot because he's given aid and comfort to those who are leading an insurrection against the United States of America at the southern border. I mean, define insurrection, define rebellion. It's very difficult to do. And it, the 14th Amendment's not crystal clear on this fact. So if Joe Biden says it's self-evident, you just know it when you see it, right? It's like obscenity. You just know it when you see it. And also, too, if the Colorado Supreme Court says it's self-executing, meaning that you don't need Congress to trigger anything, it just happens automatically. It just happens well, then self-execute and self-actualize uh, it and all the other nonsense and just make it happen. Make it be so. It's self-evident. And now we're self-executing and there you go. He's off the ballot. And it's ridiculous, but you're making a point here of how ridiculous it is that a state can interpret the federal constitution and that a state can decide somebody's guilty of a federal crime. It's ridiculous. It's so silly. Here is Professor John Turley, Jonathan Turley, of course, the constitutional law professor talking about this uh cut 11 january this ballot has to be finalized there's a january january 4th date listed here how does this play out well it puts this on a rocket docket for the supreme court they've got to get involved they've got to get involved first of all because there's not much time to make a final decision and they also have got to get involved because this is dead wrong i think they're wrong on the law i just published a piece in Georgetown on this theory. And I think that it is fundamentally flawed, it, a, both in terms of the language of the Constitution and the history. What's striking, Kaylee, about this opinion is that there was a series of barriers, a couple of which you just discussed, in applying this provision uh, to bar Trump. They had to adopt the most sweeping interpretation on every single issue in order to get where they wanted to go. The only part of the opinion that is not sweeping and broad is when they get to the First Amendment and free speech. Then they adopt a narrow interpretation. They suggest that Trump doesn't have free speech protections. But in order to establish that he committed or was engaged in insurrection, they go back to speeches in 2016 
Uh, and they basically daisy chain these speeches to say, look, he's been at this for a long time. I think that the factual and legal basis of this opinion uh, is, is really so porous that the Supreme Court will make fast work of it. And they should. You know, I got asked the question, too. Do they mean an insurrection against the king or rebellion against the king? Now, remember, the 14th Amendment was passed after the Civil War. So in order for the South to come back into the Union, they had to agree to adopt these Civil War amendments, the 13th, the 14th, and I think the 15th, too. And the key of that, of course, is that they had to agree that slavery was going to be illegal and they had to agree to the 14th Amendment. And one of the provisions of that was, obviously, the Republicans did not want any of these Confederate Democrats to be in office. And that's where the 14th Amendment comes from. And at the time, it was very easy to know who was an insurrectionist or a a rebel because they were part of the Confederacy. This amendment was adopted in post-Civil War. So we knew who they were. They were people that waged war against the United States of America. Many of them had been previously, had been previous generals and soldiers of the American military, left the Union Army to join the Confederacy and fight for the Confederacy. So they were the rebels. They were the insurrectionists. They were the, the ones who betrayed their country and they could not be allowed to serve in, in high office. It was very simple. I mean, very black and white, you know. They didn't need to spend a lot of time adjudicating how somebody would be known as an insurrectionist or a rebel because it was at the time self-evident we had just fought a civil war but this is where joe biden's wrong they also realized that in the future you may have another insurrection there could be another rebellion who knows so that's where in the 14th amendment they bring up the due process clause first and then everything follows after that And the due process clause says no person can be denied life, liberty, or property unless they have due process. So there you go. Very simple, very easy. And now, of course, you have the left doing what they always do, which is to warn of uh, of danger, to warn of danger in the wake of this ruling and that you're going to see some uh, some lone wolf commit terrorism. Here's Frank Fugazi. His real name is Figluzzi, but I call him Fugazi. Frank Fugazi, a former FBI agent, loves authority, loves tyranny, loves, loves the, uh, the police state. He's on with the most racist woman in America, Joy Reid. Cut five. A decision like this uh, is both a, a, an interesting legal and constitutional question and one that will go before the Supreme Court, but it's also a national security question because we know what MAGA is capable of. We know what his supporters are capable of. This kind of a decision, what should we be thinking about in terms of the national security impact? Yeah, there's no question, Joy. I'm, I'm glad you thought about this through the lens of national security because that's how I'm viewing it as well. Look, we're already at quite a high risk level in this country, largely because of Hamas and and Israel. We've seen DHS and FBI issue numerous bulletins. They recently did for the whole winter season regarding large public gatherings. And and what is that about? Let's look at that because there's an analogy here. It's about the, the fear that some lone actor or actors will be inspired by Hamas, Al Qaeda or ISIS regarding what's going on in the Middle East. Similarly, as you said, we have a proven track record with Donald Trump and his rhetoric inspiring violence, even fatal violence, even fatal to those who are executing the violence themselves, willing to die for Trump. And so the first uh, willing thing to that die I, I for Trump. You got it. All right. Thank that, you. That's enough for him. Willing to die for Trump. 
So now, now, now what, what America needs to do is to be on alert because of the Colorado decision for all these lone wolf terrorists who are out there ready to die for Trump. They waste no time to push their narrative that, of course, domestic violent extremists are just everywhere waiting to pounce, willing to die for Trump. These people are insane. They really are. They're insane. But remember something, though. In all of this, politically speaking, we are still watching as the southern border is being invaded. And the southern border right now has, I mean, they surrendered. It's, it's over. We, we, we lost the southern border of the United States of America on Joe Biden's watch. We have abandoned the southern border. We've given up, although the Democrats did this on purpose, but we still have abandoned it. It's over. So now let me play this clip for you. This is former President Donald Trump, who was speaking at a rally. And he said about immigrants. And remind yourself of what I shared with you yesterday, that story from Politico, how Mexicans, meaning Mexican-Americans, are looking forward to Trump's return because they've said this, this, this situation needs to stop. Cut 20. It's crazy what's going on. They're ruining our country. And it's true. They're destroying the blood of our country. That's what they're doing. They're destroying our country. They don't like it when I said that. And I never read Mein Kampf. They said, oh, Hitler said that in a much different way. No, they're coming from all over the world, people all over the world. We have no idea. They could be healthy. They could be very unhealthy. They could bring in disease that's going to catch on in our country. But they do bring in crime. But they have them coming from all over the world. This whole issue of... of, uh trumping Mein Kampf and the poisoning of the blood and everything. Remember, Hitler was talking about the Aryan race and specifically only Germans. The United States of America does not have only one ethnic group. We have a lot of them. We have a lot of them. Every person is mixed race, basically. Every single person. So that that meaning does not apply to the United States of America like it did to Germany in the 1930s. Obviously, everybody knows that. There's not many people here who are direct descendants of the Mayflower. I don't even think Trump is, but beside the point. I mean, I'm, I, I'm Italian. Is my, is my blood pure? That's not what he means by that. But they all jumped on that, and this is where they make their mistakes because people turn around and say, instead of being so upset by a, a line that he says, why don't you be upset about what's actually happening at the border? Why don't you actually do something about this? And since that's not happening right now, the American people are giving Joe Biden very low marks on the handling of the border. Hell, even John Fetterperson is coming out right now and saying what's happening at the border cannot stand, that this is insane what's going on at the border. Here he is with Jake Tapper yesterday, John Fetterperson, Pennsylvania senator, cut 16. On immigration, uh, which is a big uh, issue going on in the Senate right now, you recently said, quote, I hope Democrats can understand that it isn't xenophobic to be concerned about the border, unquote. And even though you did run for lieutenant governor and senator, uh, as a progressive, you're now rejecting that label. What would you call yourself? Uh, I would just call myself a a, a Democrat, and I believe that I'm on the right side of issues, whether that's being very pro-choice, maybe that I believe that is being pro-union, and if I believe that's for pro uh, Israel on that as well, too. Uh, there's absolutely uh, different kinds of opinions in, in the Democratic Party. And and I've always been very clear that I'm going to stand on the right side of what I believe it is. And I've been very upfront on others as well, too. And, and I really have been able to find anybody that can say there's not any kind of an issue right now on the border that has around 270,000 people being encountered on the border just in one month. 
And to put that in perspective, as I've said before, that's the side of Pittsburgh. And if roughly the, the size of Pittsburgh is showing up in the border, um, if that's what you, you need to say, that's fine, that's not really an issue uh, as a progressive, then I guess that that's why I wouldn't be a progressive. But I have remained and, and will always be very, very uh, pro-immigration, perhaps as much as anybody in there. The fact that John Fetterman has to come out and say that he's tough on the border and break from his party and then get destroyed by progressives over that tells you where the mainstream thinking is in the Democrat Party. And the answer is open borders. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. A lot more to talk about today. We have a lot of things to to cover, not just Colorado, but uh, many things that are happening locally and nationally in our area. I want to remind you, of course, I'll be on for Mark Levin later tonight i also want to remind you guys that you are running out of time to get her something she's going to love this christmas you need to go to pajamagram.com right now pajamagram.com order her the luxurious naturally nude pajamas she's going to love them you're going to love how she looks in them and you get the free matching nighty a 75 dollar value at pajamagram.com She's going to love the feel. You're going to love the look. And they'll wrap it for you. They'll ship it right away. And you got to do this. It's a no-brainer. They always sell out before Christmas. There's many different styles and colors to choose from. So what are you waiting for? Just do it right now. Go to pajamagram.com. Christmas is in five days. So you need to do this now. Okay, please. Don't wait anymore. Pajamagram.com. The naturally nude pajamas. There's really nothing like them anywhere. And she will love them. And you will be happy with how she looks in them. So do it right now. Pajamagram.com. Pajamagram.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Oh, this is terrible. What is this? What is this? Stop, 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 stop. No, no, it's not. No, stop, 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 stop. Can we play something people actually like? This was requested. By who? I forget, but I've only been playing requests all week. That's all I've been doing. Come on, this is awful. Hey, pay what, respect. Who is this by? What is this? The late great DMX. Oh. I mean, there's so many beautiful Christmas songs we could be playing this week, and we're playing this nonsense. You don't like that voice, that iconic voice? <laughs> Perry Como, Bing Crosby, Sinatra. We're not playing those. Those are those are B101 songs. We're playing. No, they're not. They don't play Sinatra on B101. They play. Can you lower it? Lower it. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> Somebody requested it, though. <laughs> well, we have Christmas. a lot of bad requests on this show, right? <laughs> Most of them were from me. Yeah, well, your, yours are the absolute yeah, I worst. I got banned. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a song today, and I, it made me think about the, the nature of Santa and the elf on the shelf and the deep state. And I think it all kind of comes together. Henry, I sent this to you. Yeah, I got it. It's called uh, Santa's Watching You by Kelly Finnegan. Uh, let's take a little bit of a listen to this here. Oh, Give me a second. Up. Yeah. All right, pull, pull it up. Do you want to listen to some terrible song DMX off? Now can... while we wait? Or... 
What's that? I said, do you want to listen to some more DMX while we? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't. Let's go give it to you. with my children. I did it this morning as they were getting ready to go to school. Yelling at them, Santa's watching. Knock it off. Fred's watching. Fred's our elf on the shelf. Fred's watching. Santa's watching. But I really am setting them up for the surveillance state in the United States of America, am I not? <laughs> Kids are terrified of the elf on the shelf. They do, uh, you, you can, like, so my niece has, uh, her elf on the shelf is, I think, I think her name is Gert. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful. Name. Anyway, um, if uh, if Olivia is annoying me or something, I can just simply say, "Oh, you know what? Gert's watching. You better shape oh. up." And then, yep. you know, Gert is watching, of course, and can report back to Santa. And suddenly, Olivia's just sitting there and, and coloring in peace. Yeah. It works. The deep state's watching you. I mean, really, Santa is the deep state if you think about it. <laughs> Go ahead, explain that, please. Well, because he's watching you. It's a surveillance state. He's watching your actions. He's making a list, checking it twice. He does see you while you're sleeping. But I he don't sees get, you while you're sleeping. I don't get he any knows gifts. if you've been bad or good. I don't get any <laughs> gifts from the deep state. Well, you do. You, you just don't realize you do. They, they give you your freedom, Henry, until they take it away from you. <laughs> Doesn't sound very good. <laughs> I mean, it occurred to me today when my friend sent me the song that actually what I'm doing is I'm enabling my children to become accustomed to the very thing that I rail against almost daily on this program, which is the police state surveillance state that has become the United States of America. I mean, was Santa's watching, the elf on a shelf's watching, why not the NSA? You know what I mean? (laughs) You think kids would be uh, afraid of the NSA? No, because it, 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 it conditions them to be okay with being watched and monitored all the time to make sure they're being good. Elves on the shelves are a giant psyop to be conditioned by the deep state. Thank you, Henry. Yeah. Thank you, Henry. That's exactly where I was going with this. Mm-hmm. It's a psyop. The CIA invented the elf on a shelf. The NSA invented it and marketed it, got it into every home in America. So now everybody is okay with some thing in the corner watching you at all times you know what i mean <laughs> listening to how you behave how you act <laughs> see you know in addition to those elves in the shelves i know there's like a christmas ornament that's like a like almost like a camera and it <laughs> reports live back to santa that's a thing yeah instead of an elf on the shelf you have that oh that's creepy like cctv goes yeah. right to the north pole yeah exactly so that'll get conditioned to all the cameras out in public in the in the square. You know what I mean? Watching you mm-hmm. and the, making sure you're being good. Oh, that's really that's a next level of creep. Oh yeah, that's a next level of uh, of cringe right there. Don't you think? I think so. 
Yeah, I, I got to draw the line at that. No, no cameras to the North Pole. We gotta, we gotta limit the uh, the kids' acceptance and conditioning here of this of the deep state. But I think we've determined it today on the show. I think you nailed it, Henry. This is a giant psyop by the deep state to get a, our kids okay with being spied on. <laughs> and they do it under the facade of Christmas cheer. Yes. Shameless. Some bureaucrat at the NSA came up with the concept of an elf on the shelf. How are we going to sell this surveillance state to the kids? Let's start with the elf. And maybe that's where Santa came from, too. They were kind of like, you know, I mean, in the old legend, Santa just delivered toys. But why don't we update it a little bit? Santa's watching you. Santa's watching you. That's a good song, though. Let's play a little more of that. I actually like it a lot. Santa's watching you. Yeah, see? Santa's watching you. Oh, Santa Good one. How about this, Henry and Matt? When they when they say he's making a list and tw- checking it twice, is that the no-fly list? <laughs> huh? It doesn't take much to get on one of those, it seems. <laughs> is that the terror watch list? The domestic violent extremist list? Huh? I'm just saying. Oh, just pointing this out. <laughs> Dark Christmas segment. <laughs> no, but it's making a lot of sense. And my friend made the comment that her daughter said to her, um, you know, Stan is watching you too, mom. And that's the thing too, is that as an adult, you have to, of course, go, oh yeah, no, no, I know, I know. Stan is watching me. He's watching you. He's watching all of us. And it's for our own good to keep us safe and get toys on Christmas and make sure that we're not naughty and go on a list and then we can't get on an airplane and fly anywhere. And go into public buildings and have them read my emails and my Facebook profile. <laughs> it's just to keep us all safe, honey. Safe with our toys. Oh, uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Um, I have a lot of tweets. Let's do a quick social media check-in. Thanks to our friends at Cherry Hill Volvo. Tom Tart. Taglia, Tom Tartaglia says, Rich, it's only a matter of time before someone creates a horror film called Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Greater Chris, my grandmother is rolling over in her grave with that DMX Christmas song, Henry. Poor woman. I agree. (laughs) So uh, Uh, don't disrespect DMX. What? Man's a legend. Now, you're going to have to accommodate Susie because, you know, she has Zeoli Army in her actual Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. She has one for you, Henry. I forgot one of my faves. Shake Up Christmas by Train. Ooh, okay. I'll put that on the list here. You know, it's a good one, too, is uh, Sarah McLaughlin and the Bare Naked Ladies. They, they did a couple Christmas tunes together many years ago. That was really good. Johnny Cook says, Rich, for once I was actually looking forward to hearing Mark Levin tonight. Uh, alas, he's got some guest host sitting in with a little meme of Ralphie from A Christmas Story <laughs> sitting there looking all depressed, putting his head between his arms. Sorry, Johnny. And Susan says, I can't even listen to Rich because the Audacity app uh, is the worst thing out there. It keeps disconnecting, then dings constantly in the background, or the sound goes up and down. I wish 1210 and Rich streamed on iHeartRadio. Susan, thank you for weighing in. Uh, I probably should not have read that one on the air, but nevertheless, there we go. <laughs> is it too late for us to dump that? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Corporate's watching you. Just to be Corporate's cl- watching you. <laughs> Just to be clear, the Rich Zioli Show thinks that the Odyssey app is wonderful and works perfectly every single time. Please download it and enjoy Right, it. and I also think Justin Trudeau was born in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, we do think that. We do think that, yes. Right. Sorry, yeah, no, no, definitely. Caught me off guard there, yeah. 
Santa's watching you, the dark psyop. You know what they should do to kids too is they should put them in CIA black sites if they've been bad instead of coal in their stocking. Now, the EPA is not going to allow coal in stockings anymore. That's going to be illegal soon. But what they should do to get kids ready for the ultimate is it it'll be treated like a January 6th uh, uh, prisoner. They just put him into a dark room. If you're bad, you're naughty, you go into that dark room without an attorney, without any rights, and you just stay there and think about what you did. <laughs> I like this. That's terrifying. That's even worse. Since we can't put coal in stockings anymore, what can we give kids? Why can't you put coal in a stocking? The EPA's banned it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Like yeah, I don't know if, if Santa's subject, subject to the EPA, but I imagine that he doesn't want to mess with them any more than anybody else does. Maybe some solar panels? A bunch panels? of tyrants. Yeah. A little solar panel? Uh, I saw a cartoon where they said, why don't you put uh, electric vehicles in people's stockings? Because they're even less popular than coal. <laughs> Just a lump of coal. You know, I have actually... In my past, you know, life, uh, I used to make pizza with coal and I would use, I would buy coal and uh, put it in the pizza oven and I got it up to 1200 degrees at one point. That charred a pie, baby. That charred a pie. You know what I'm saying? I think the coal fired pizza is the best pizza personally. I agree. Uh, hey, Rich, you need to get Greg to program your music. This really sucks. Walton Martin III on Twitter. I agree. Henry is just off the rails. You're off the rails. Well, why can't you play music people like? I am I am taking everybody's requests. Well, I don't know what you do. What do you want me to do? There's too many requests for you to hit all of them. You know this. Don't play little don't, games with I me, Henry. Henry, th- you're playing games. You're playing little word games, and I don't like it. You know that makes me mad. You know that you don't have enough time to play every request that comes in. You're picking and choosing, and you're picking the bad ones. I'm not. I, I, yes, I, you I am are. Not. I am not. I am, I'm sk- purposely skipping the mainstream ones, even the ones I like, like Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. I love that song, but I'm skipping it because there are other more niche songs that I want to give airtime to because people like them and they don't hear them on regular radio stations. <laughs> Rich, are you suggesting that DMX should not have been prioritized? Right. I'm saying that you probably got several hundred requests. We have maybe between now and the end of the show tomorrow, we have what, four or five breaks? Six at the most? And yet you filter all through hundreds of requests to come up with the crappy DMX one, the one you did yesterday that was terrible. Which one was that? I I forget. I don't even remember now. The I am Santa Claus one. Yeah, I am Santa Claus. That was funny. That was funny. It was a play on Iron Man. (laughs) That one was good, I thought. In in Henry's defense, that one was strong. That was a great way to kick off the holiday season. For getting called out for not playing Christmas music, we'll start with that. I am Santa Claus. (laughs) Well, good. I'm I'm glad you feel good about yourself, all right? (laughs) By the way, speaking of, I I know that Matt DeSantis' favorite movie is Home Alone. So they calculated what it would cost. If you've not seen Home Alone, I mean, it came out in the, what, 1990, I think. Yep. So what are you waiting for? But, (laughs) I mean, really, spoiler alert, they all, the the movie opens with them. They're going to Paris. They're going to fly out to see the dad's brother, and he's flying everybody out to Paris. And, of course, they get there. They realize that they left Kevin home alone. So the mom's got to fly back, and then she's got to find her way back to Chicago, and Calamity ensues. So they look at the cost of what that trip would cost in today's dollars. What would the home alone Paris trip cost today? So the Washington Post got three travel experts together. They calculated the price of the McAllister's disastrous Christmas vacation. 
You want to guess? And there were, how many people? There were, what, 15 people, I think, that ultimately went, right, in the initial group? Yeah, something like that. And then there were, I believe the adults were the ones that flew first class. So uh, Mr. and Miss, uh, Mr. and Mrs. McAllister and then Uncle Frank and his wife. Boo. Yeah. Boo Uncle Frank. I don't know why you hate Uncle Frank so He's much. He's the real villain. By the way, let me just make a point. When I was watching Home Alone the other night, I had to point out to the children that they would never make it to the airport on time and get through the TSA groping and the unconstitutional searches of your body um, because th- th- this movie was made pre-9-11. That's valid. So they, they had 45 minutes to get there with Chicago traffic. They never would have made it in the first place. But when they got to security, good luck. You know what I mean? You know, one of the 15 of them was going to get extra screening and probably pulled out a line. And one of them probably had a juice box on them oh, or something. Buzz. Buzz would have got pulled over by TSA. Yeah, Buzz definitely would have been profiled as a terrorist. So, you know, with a TSA, you can you just can't get to the airport with 45 minutes of your plane gets off and run through the airport and make it through. No chance in a post 9-11 environment. But they added up the cost of everything, the, the car service, the bags, everything. And they said that all in the entire trip in today's dollars would be about $28,000 Wow, or more for that trip to Jeez. Paris, which I actually thought wasn't bad for 15 people. No, uh, especially since four of them did fly first class. Yeah. First class. They said airline prices are cheaper today than they were back then oh. for some reason. I don't really know if that's true or not, but... I saw a uh, another piece that the New York Times just pumped out actually like an hour or so ago, accusing the McAllisters of being one percenters. Well, we got to get that bad op-ed for tomorrow's show, yeah, definitely. Gonna, I've, I've already marked it. Uh, Newman Price says, I still haven't heard Darlene Love Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. I played yeah, that. It's say, I played what? that. I oh, played you did, that. You did, that's right. You did play it the other I played night. that right. Monday uh, coming out of the 640 break. Muggsy Dew says, Henry, it's okay to pick any of the listeners' requests so long as it's Sinatra, Perry Como, Dean Martin. Don't let Rich tell you otherwise. <laughs> Very <laughs> funny. Thank you to Cherry Hill Vavo for allowing us the social media check-in. We appreciate it very, very much. And uh, Chris Eppolito will round it out by saying, after scouring the internet, I've given up my attempt to find Ben Affleck singing, There is a God, hashtag Zioli Army. Yeah, that would be when I just officially just end my life on the air. I'm sure someone create, could create like an AI of that. Please don't. Please don't do that. Please don't. Please, I beg of you. Oh, speaking of AI, by the way, um, it turns out that there is a manipulation going on with uh, AI. And also, too, I want to tell you that if you really want to save the Earth from climate change, you need to stop breathing. Yes, that's correct. You need to stop breathing. I will tell you about that upon my return. But first, I want to tell you about my buddy. Am I doing scope here? I feel like I just did him, didn't I? That yeah, you got wrong. a couple to do here. I got. Well, I, well, tell me what you want me to do. Scope. Give me, give me, a, give me a, a, a live read. Scope. I'll do scope. Fine. I just. I thought I just did scope. You Can't have I just talk three about him scopes. Like five seconds. Yeah, ago? I know. I know. But to make this all work, you need to do it here again. Fine. Then I'll tell you about the law offices of Thomas G. Scope. And it's for 25 years he's been fighting to help everybody in our region get what they deserve and maximize their recovery and the fair value of your case. Because he's a great attorney and he's very, very smart and he's dedicated and good at what he does. So that's why you want to reach out to him today by going to scopelawyer.com, S-C-O-P-E lawyer.com. I'm telling you right now. 
uh, you do not want to go against the insurance companies on your own. Insurance companies are big businesses. They are concerned with one thing, and that's their bottom line. You need Tom Skopinich to fight in your corner. And what sets him apart is that he used to work for and on behalf of the insurance companies. So he knows how they think. He knows their strategies and their tactics. Let him put that to work for you today and he'll help you in either new jersey or pennsylvania since he's licensed in both states and his office is in montgomery county lansdale tom skopinich helped a buddy of mine in south jersey the other day got into a bad accident called him up within an hour they were on the phone together going through all the details of the case and tom is on it that's what he will do for you. So use the guy that I would call absolutely if I were injured in an accident, the man who will go to the mattresses for you. That's my buddy, Tom Skopinich, scopelawyer.com, scopelawyer.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Do you have any and don't concept of who our audience is? Do you even care? This was Susie Cool's request. Oh, was? This is trained, man. I know just kidding. Just kidding. A good one. Very good. Shake up the happiness, baby. Shake it up. Christmas time. Go ahead, pump that up. There you go. Listen, I got four hours of radio ahead of me. I have incredible stamina, but still, it's a lot of radio. Uh, some breaking news coming out of uh, California. They are now looking to bar Donald Trump from being on the ballot in that state as well. So the uh, letter was sent from the lieutenant governor of California to the honorable Dr. Shirley Webster Weber, the California Secretary of State. Let me share with you what California is asking for here. Dear Secretary Weber, based on the Colorado Supreme Court's ruling in Anderson v. Griswold, I urge you to explore every legal option to remove former President Donald Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. I am prompted by the Colorado Supreme Court's recent ruling that former President Donald Trump is ineligible to appear on the state's ballot as a presidential candidate due to his role in inciting an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol on January 4th, 2021. This decision is about honoring the rule of law in our country and protecting the fundamental pillars of our democracy. These people are amazing, right? I'm going to protect democracy by keeping an American off the ballot and depriving the voters of their choice to elect that person. That's democracy. Specifically, the Colorado Supreme Court held in Anderson v. Griswold that Trump's insurrection disqualifies him under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to stand for presidential re-election. Because the candidate is ineligible, the court ruled, it would be a wrongful act for the Colorado Secretary of State to list him as a candidate on the state's presidential primary ballot. Furthermore, Colorado Supreme Court cites conservative Justice Neil Gorsuch to make their case, saying the following, quote, as then Judge Gorsuch recognized in Hassan, it is a state's legitimate interest in protecting the integrity and practical functioning of the political process that permits it to exclude from the ballot candidates who are constitutionally prohibited from assuming office. That's the problem, though. Trump is not constitutionally prohibited from assuming office. A, he has not been convicted of anything. In the case that Gorsuch was dealing with, there are people who have been barred through due process donald trump has not been barred through any due process and then b the constitution still does not list the presidency as one of the offices in which case you'd be disqualified from of course california doesn't care 
We've crossed the Rubicon here. We are now going to go down the, the, the lane of every blue state trying to ban Trump from the ballot. California must stand on the right side of history. California is obligated to determine if Trump is ineligible for the California ballot for the same reasons described in Anderson. The Colorado decision can be the basis for similar decisions here in our state. The Constitution is clear. You must be 40 years old and not be an insurrectionist. Um, 35, genius. Did they change the age of the president? Did I miss that? I don't believe that occurred. Still 35, right? Oh, yes. Idiot. Wait, the lieutenant governor of California. Hey, do you have to be a moron to be lieutenant governor of California? Just curious, asking for a friend. <laughs> the Constitution of California is clear. You must be an idiot. I'm checking to see if there was any. Changes. I don't remember the Constitution being updated to make it 40, but let me ju- let, let's just do a quick check on that one. Let's Can check we please? Article two, real quick. <laughs> uh, pulling it up now. Oh, I don't want to subscribe. Get out of here. Do you have to subscribe to what, the Constitution? Uh, no, not to the Constitution, to this legal website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. It's 35. Um, it's got to be 35, right? It's definitely not 40. No, it's 35. I know it's 35. They haven't changed the age. But this this woman's an idiot, the, the lieutenant governor of California. Well, look, the, the bottom line is this. The, uh, 35. 35, thank you. Every blue state is going to try to do this now. Every single one. They're all going to try to do this, and this is going to be a little game, and the Supreme Court's going to have to slap everybody back here. This is the ultimate election rigging. This is the ultimate way to destroy democracy. Trump has a massive lead in the California presidential primary, by the way. If you look at the real clear average of politics and you look at the polls for the states and you look at California, let's just do California, shall we? The the presidential primary, let's go to the Republican 2024 polls. Iowa, Trump's lead right now is 33 points. The real clear politics average right now. In, uh, let's see here, New Hampshire, Trump's up 15 Michigan trumps up 50 points. Wisconsin trumps up 38. In the Georgia primary, trumps up 38. In the California primary, he's up, I believe, let's see here, uh, 50. So that's not even close. I mean, he's crushing it even in California. So again, you you got to look at this stuff and you got to say to yourself, I mean, how can you deprive... Republican voters of their chance to vote for the guy who has a massive lead in that state. How can you how can you turn around and think that that's healthy for our country? That that's okay to do. And the answer is it's not okay to do. It's 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 so undemocratic. It's beyond the pale what they're trying to do here. And actually, you know, this guy uh, Jim Messina, who was one of Barack Obama's big campaign guys, he actually makes the point here that throwing Trump off the ballot helps the Biden campaign narrative. Now, pay attention to this. And I'm going to tell you why he's wrong, but also right. Cut four. On the long term, this plays exactly into the Biden campaign narrative. And what they're going to say is just look at the past month. I mean, he admitted he would be a dictator this weekend. He talked about immigrants poisoning the blood of the of, of the country. Now he's being thrown off the ballots because of his insurrection. Do you 
really want to go back to this? Is this really what we as a country want to go back to? And, you know, elections are about choices. And this kind of, of moment, it drives a narrative that is very important politically. And as a guy who used to run presidential campaigns, I can tell you there are moments that voters sort of wake up and say, huh, should I rethink myself here on this ballot question? And I think that Donald Trump is continuing to give voters those moments as they start to pay attention in the new year. And this court ruling is just another way for voters to start to wake up and say, do we really want to go back to this craziness? All right. Now, it does help the Biden campaign narrative, except that the Biden campaign narrative is not working. The idea of Trump being a dictator and Hitler and Mussolini is not working. I shared that with you the other day from James Carville's polling group. But this is where he's wrong. The idea that people say, I don't want to go back to that crazy. Think of the crazy in America right now. Look at the southern border where you've got tens of thousands of people streaming into this country illegally every single day. Does that not seem crazy to you? Where you've got anti-Jewish uh, protesters running rampant on college campuses saying the most vile things. And they're doing it in Penn Station in New York and in Grand Central Terminal and shutting down 676 in Philadelphia. Does that not seem crazy? Does Biden's America not seem nuts to you? This perpetual war in Ukraine where we've already spent $120 billion with no end in sight. Does that not seem crazy to you? All these things that are happening in our country right now. America abandoning its energy independence literally costing our our own country billions of dollars as we prop up dictators around the world. Does that not seem crazy? So you got to ask yourself, which crazy would you prefer? Would you prefer the crazy of Trump's words and tweets or would you prefer the crazy of Joe Biden's policies that has led America on this path of high inflation and losing our energy independence, a world that is at a tipping point right now in terms of conflict and a southern border that with the United States of America has completely abandoned and surrendered. So ask yourself that question. Would you rather, which crazy would you rather have? I'd, I would take mean tweets. I would take mean tweets any day over the results of Joe Biden's policies. And I know that most Americans feel the same way. And they know that too. So that's why it's not working for them. We got a big five o'clock hour coming up. We're going to focus on Harvard. And why the president there has been able to keep her job as new allegations of plagiarism come up. Plus, John Fetterperson sounding a whole lot more conservative these days. What's going on with that guy? But listen, I want to tell you about Emmons Roofing and Siding. They are outstanding and they do such a great job. Windows, siding, roofing, doors, and yes, kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Emmons does it all for you. Matt and Stephanie are the owners, and they do great work. And I'm so proud of the relationship we've had with them for all these years. I first met Emmons about six, seven years ago when I needed a new roof on the house we used to live in. I got a lifetime warranty on that roof. They did a great job. I was so impressed. I said, all right, let's replace the windows. And that led to doing the doors. And then they remodeled our kitchen and remodeled our bathroom, and they did a beautiful job. You can see the remodeling projects by going to emmonsremodeling.com, or you can check out their design showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Either way, no matter what project you use them for, you'll be satisfied. They serve Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Jersey Shore. If you have a shore house, please get that roof inspected before the winter really gets going because winter problems lead to more expensive problems when the warm weather comes back. Emmons will give you a free inspection of the roof, a free estimate on all the work that they do, backed up by a wonderful guarantee, good people who get the job done right, get it done on time, clean up when they're done, 
and get the job done on budget as well. That's Emmons. So trust the company that I trust. EmmonsRoofing.com. EmmonsRoofing.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.